You are in the trenches with former Buccaneers offensive lineman Ian Beckles on Radio Influence. All right, everybody, this is Ian Beckles. Welcome back to In the Trenches. This is a tough one. Uh, it was getting, uh, you know, the second nature of these uh, victory Mondays or Tuesdays. Uh, this is an ugly one because I think we thought we took a step forward and we definitely took a step backwards Sunday. Um, maybe we shouldn't be shocked, all right? Because if you're looking around the NFL, the NFL's cyclical. In like three weeks you're on, one week you're off. The team that's hot, like a team hasn't even been hot for four weeks this year, maybe other than the Ravens, okay? Every other team wins three, loses one, loses two. The Bucks aren't good enough to sweep the Saints. They're not, okay? We should have kind of known that was coming, okay? Because in that game on Sunday, the Bucks got grossly played on both sides of the ball. You know, there was times this year the Bucks won, and I thought they were outplayed. The last couple games, I thought they outplayed their opponents and they won the game and they looked good. This one, I don't give a crap what the score is. That was, they got a good old-fashioned ass whooping, okay? So many things that happened in that game, it's just not a good feel going into the playoffs, so to speak. So if they win this week against Carolina, they're in. I believe if they lose, they still can get in in a way or not, but let you know what's funny? If they win or lose and they get in, it doesn't matter. It really doesn't. That's how funny football is right now. Football is funny. And if you were betting, you're crazy. <laughs> Seriously. I, you're, I'm telling you, you're crazy. And I put money on the Bucks last week. For the first time in a while, I was duped. I was like, nah, man, this, I got to ride, I gotta ride the, the momentum. They're going against the Saints. I just, man, this is, this is the time. It is the time. Todd Bowles, you win this game. Todd Bowles feels good about himself going into the playoffs. Momentum. Baker Mayfield has a new home. But now, you have around and lose this game. People are going to be asking for your ass. You, you, Todd Bowles and Baker. Because like I said from last year, like Brock Purdy, think of how his stock rose and came up and down. Even this year, it's, it keeps on going up and down. Three weeks ago, say six weeks ago, Baker couldn't get his contract. Two weeks ago, boy, if he had signed a contract, Buck fans were ready to give him $30 million a year. What about now? Because in that game Sunday, we, a lot of times we say Baker wasn't a problem. Baker was a problem. Baker was a problem. He wasn't the problem. There was lots of problems out there. Baker was a problem, all right? We... The middle of our defense has been historically good, all right? Since Vita Vea been there anyways. I mean, to a point where, when I say historically good, I don't mean it's Warren Sapp good, getting sacks, and, but it was, you know, it went, we went from Sapp to Sue to McCoy to Vita Vea. We, we always got something in the middle. Right now, we're soft as tissue paper in the middle. We are soft. And we've always been able to stop teams from running up the middle, and then use our athletic ability to go side to side with our linebackers. And we ain't got it no more. We just don't. Devin White will make a splash play. Devin White's a splash player. And like what you see two weeks ago, okay, that's a Devin White splashing. He has a stinky splash as well, all right? He's just not a consistent football player. We don't have a lot of consistent football players. And I'll be honest with you, some of our consistent football players didn't play consistently Sunday. 
You know, when I see Antoine Winfield Jr., uh, you know, when I see Taysom Hill catch a fade on him, man, we got to win that battle. We got to win that battle, all right? You know, you see Palmer make a play, and then you see Palmer fumble the ball without getting hit. You wonder why you don't win games. There was a lot of opportunity to win that game. Actually, no, there wasn't. It seemed like it. It would have been an opportunity if the Bucks would have done anything early. 44 yards in the first half, and 33 of them were on one play to Mike Evans. They couldn't run the ball worth a damn. I mean, when they had when they when they were handing the ball off to whoever it may be, the second they got the ball, I go, damn. I mean, they were in our backfield all day long. Rashad White, you can't fumble the ball. You could be the best running back in the world. But you put that ball on the ground one time a game, you are no longer the man, okay? And they will stop giving you the ball real, real quick. You know when I know things aren't right? Is when things are hard offensively. When I things aren't when things aren't right for the Buccaneers, everything looks very difficult. It's not only the Buccaneers. I watch uh, some Kansas City football. My boy Chris is a Kansas City fan. We have other Kansas City Chief fans here at that Dignitary Cafe. And I watch a lot of Kansas City Chief football. When you watch them, things are hard all of a sudden. Like offensively, things it's hard to get a first down. It's hard to complete a pass. The Bucks turned into that Sunday, okay? Real, real quick. And I try to write down positives. Uh, I saw Kate Otten with some good blocking. Okay, it's good. Kate Otten is starting to win me over a little bit. I think he's a good number two tight end, not number one, okay? But he's becoming a solid football player, and I, I, and I can see that. Uh, Kamarda flipped the field a couple times. Other than that, there wasn't a lot of, I mean, nobody stuck out. The offensive line, as in general, that I've been giving A's and B pluses and B's to, you got a D minus. That was not pretty at all. A lot of people, Stinney, mm, that wasn't a good one. That that you you will mark that one off as uh, as the worst one. Okay, that was not a good one. Just top to bottom, it wasn't it wasn't the prettiest out there. Unfortunately, listening to sports radio, this is the thing I hear a lot, and I, I think it's a lot of it's BS to be honest with you. Coaching in a lot of ways is overrated. I'm just letting you know that, okay? The great teams, the Buccaneers in the 90s, late 90s, and early 2000s, they called one or two or three or four plays. That's it. It's not about schemes. It's about football players. If you put the 99 Bucks out there and you let Todd Bowles call anything, it's going to be brilliant, right? Why? You got two and a half seconds to throw the ball. You got DBs that are sticking on people. You got intelligent linebackers. You can't run the ball on them. The whole nine yards, so you keep on going. So I love when I hear people, we were out coached. Todd Bowles was out coached at Canals. Okay, you can't do that, people. You guys did that to Byron Leftwich. You made Byron Leftwich brilliant one year and then suck you the next year. It's your personnel. You think you, be, you could be a great play caller one year and then suck the next year? I mean, as a coach, I'm starting to coach now with Chamberlain. If if my offensive line sucks, is it because I'm a bad coach? Think about that for a second, okay? I know what's wrong and right. If my offensive line sucks, am I a bad coach? Answer that question. I hope you're not saying yes. 
it's the players that I get. If you get, if I walk into a and I got a bunch of Pro Bowlers, okay, Georgia the other day, Georgia signed six offensive linemen. The range, the bottom of the range was six five and a half, three thirty five, and the top of the range was six eight three seventy. I'll coach them, and they'd be badass. Well, if you give me little Timmy like this, you know, and little squatty legs and big ankles, it ain't going to be the same now. So every time you say Canal's a good play caller, just say it worked today. And when and when he's not a good play caller, just say the defense got him. There we go. Do we ever say when your Buccaneers shut somebody out or play their ass off defensively, do we ever say the other team had a bad play, you know, uh, game plan? Have you ever said that? We're pu- we put too much into coaching, okay? And we put too much into schemes sometimes. We really do. Because some of the best teams, you go back to the Broncos uh, in the 90s, they ran the same play over and over. Stretch, whoop, whoop, stretch, 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 boot off the stretch. The Dallas Cowboys in the 90s, they ran downhill, straight downhill, a couple of play actions. They go deep a couple of times. It was not rocket science, okay? It's just no game plan sucks. They, they're all good. They're all good. A lot of game plan, like your game plan is okay, let's run, we're going to run a counter on the first play. If you get zero yards, that's not because the defense was great, it's because it, it wasn't executed right. But now it's second and ten. Now the game plan's out the, out the door. The second play was supposed to be a little swing pass or whatever. So it's the, it's the way things unfold in the game. We put too much in coaching too often. But when I'm seeing players like Vita Vea not showing up, JTS is back in. JTS goes out. JTS goes out. We look good defensively. JTS is back in because Shaq Barrett's not there. And we, what did it look like? And listen, I'm not a JTS hater. I just don't think he's a good football player. And you don't either. The film doesn't say he is. I don't hear anybody defending him. He's out there all the damn time. He don't do nothing except for avoid blocks. Not a fan. You could put Gill in there, anybody. There's a couple times I looked on the field, and I was looking. I, I couldn't recognize any of the numbers. One time they had Gaines, Nelson, Gill, and Goldston out there. Who the hell is that going to rush and when? Uh, where is the electricity in that in that defensive line? So you can't polish a turd, unfortunately. And this is only one game. The Bucks just came off a, a winning streak. But at the end of it, let's let's get a reality check, everybody. Okay, you have to. You need a reality check. In a normal year, we'd be out. This is not a normal year. Again, we've been blessed again. What the Bucks are is a 500 team in a historically bad NFC South. Think about if they played in another division. Think about if the Bucks played with the Cowboys or you. You really think that we have to play these Carolina twice? Atlanta twice, and the Saints are not that good. Okay, you know why? Because they don't really beat that many people. The South has just been eating each other up, but we, the South doesn't win any games outside the South. The South is not good. And you're a 500 team, and you think that, that we're anything? We're, we're a fair to Midland team, and that's it. And where are we going to go if the Bucks mess around and sneak in the playoffs? Remember I told you, they got a chance. If they sneak into the playoffs, and they they might not sneak in, and they win against Carolina, they'll be in. That's not really sneaking in. 
if and when the Bucks get in the playoffs, you, you're not watching football if you give the Bucks no chance to be at home. You, you're not watching it. You're not. I, which team are you watching? The Eagles? The Lions? The Cowboys? The 49ers? Who, I mean, who else is there? They're all beatable. Kansas City? Buffalo? Ravens look good, but the Ravens can poop on themselves next two weeks. That's what the NFL is about, and that happens all the time. So, we could keep on saying, oh, the Bucks when they get in the playoffs, we're going to get the... You don't know that. You don't know that. Now, would I bet my house on them? No, absolutely not. But they're st- they were starting to do some things consistently. They took a huge step back last week. But this is the thing. This is about as real as I can get. The Bucks go to go to Carolina. The the Carolinas they haven't won a game yet on the road. They've won two games at home, so they're they're thinking they're going to win this game. And don't think that they're just going to throw this game. No way. They're going to want to win. The people in that locker room are going to want to win. The people up top, I can't speak for them because that does happen when people up top don't want to win. That does happen. I've been part of it. But they're not just going to let the Buccaneers walk in there and just trounce them like that. They it would make their season. Like, they, they all want to come back next year, right? They all want to have a job next year. All I knew was, on all those crappy Buccaneer teams that I played on, in the last game of the season, this is what you have to understand. If and when there's a new regime, and you have to think that my first year I had Perkins, second year I had Williamson, third year I had Sam White. So I had three coaches in my first three years. Whatever regime comes in, do you think that they put in week one or week 17? They're going to put in week 17 to see how people ended the year. So if you're in there just kind of low, lollygagging and like, eh, they're going to cut you. They don't want that guy. So they're, Carolina's going to be out there fighting, yo. I promise you they're going to be out there fighting, okay? And the Buccaneers got to figure things out because going into the playoffs, none of that's going to be easy. And they're going to get nothing. It's not going to be easier. And if you, if they lose this game, I'm not sure Todd Bowles survives. I'm not. If they lose this game, I'm not sure Baker survives. I, I'm not sure because if they if if they go if they go below 500 and don't make the playoffs, you're going to give Baker Mayfield that contract. I, I'm not sure if that makes any sense at that point. The Bucks just have to figure out a way to beat Carolina. That's all. I think they're better than Carolina. That being said. Carolina sells a 40% chance of winning because it's the NFL. It's the NFL and it's a Sunday. And they got some pretty good football players over there, even though they haven't play, been playing well. Let me touch on this one thing before I get out of here. The uh, That Lions and, and uh, Cowboys game, the end of that game, I was watching it live. I didn't have any money on it. I don't give a crap. I'm not a Lions fan. I'm not a Cowboys fan. With all the conspiracies going on right now about the NFL and games being fixed, that was bad luck. That was really, really bad luck, okay? That's all I'm going to say. I'm not a big uh, conspiratorial type person. That was a bad look. Because you know why? Because when an NFL player gets messes up, he gets fined. I do a podcast with Derek Brooks called Brooks and Beckles. I find out he's one of the fine guys, so he's like a narc. He's one of the fine guys. Do you know when NFL players get fined for face masks? What? So NFL players get fined for face masking in the heat of the battle when your hand's going all over the place and you don't really know where your hands are going. And an NFL ref could mess up that call when it was clear the dude came up and, and said, I, 
I'm report. Everybody has it every angle. The Spanish speaking uh, radio or TV said it. It was on the intercom. You messed that up and you took that game away from the Lions, which is going to cost them a home game, maybe a whole seed, maybe the first seed through the playoffs, and the Lions got to just smile and be kiki. It's a bad look, man. It's a bad look, and especially the team that you push through. <laughs> if it went the other way, it wouldn't be that big of, of a deal for me. But, you know, they didn't want the Golden Boys to lose again. That was a bad look for me. So, I don't know what to do to clean that up, but it looks real dirty right now. Real, real dirty. And it'd be nice if the NFL just one day said I'm wrong. But I'm not going to hold my breath. If anybody wants to hit me up on social media, it's Ian underscore Beckles. And I also have a couple other podcasts, um, uh, Brooks and Beckles, which I do with the great Derek Brooks. And uh, just look around for podcasts. I'm every Darren Ware. And uh, come by and hang out here at the uh, Dignitary Cafe, 4817 Southwest Shore Boulevard. Good place to watch football. A good place to hang out with the best kava and kratom in town. And uh, we have Kawa Coffee as well if you want to just hang out and, uh, and have a coffee. So everybody have a wonderful week. I'll be back next week, Monday. Let's hope I don't have a long face. Because that'll be, that. I, I, I ain't trying to go through that, to be honest with you. Have a great week. Peace out. You have been in the trenches with Ian Beckles on Radio Influence.